Hello and welcome to Bella McCullough's Collegiate Corner, where we talk all things collegiate athletes. Stay tuned for more. On today's episode, we will be interviewing Olivia Simon. Olivia, what sport do you compete in? I'm a competitive equestrian and I jumped. I'm more in-depth in the English area. That is very cool. So as an equestrian athlete, what are some things you use to prepare to compete and prepare like just practice-wise? Practice-wise, I range about four to five times a week. I'll even come out earlier if need be. I ride mainly my horse, Sherlock Holmes, and other times I will ride or hack, as we call it, other horses to help prepare myself for the competitions I have. So you're looking into being a collegiate athlete, correct? Yes. So what is something you're really looking for at schools that can accommodate your sport? For schools, I'm looking for either Division One or Division Three IHSA, but more importantly, I'm looking at NCEA, and I want a school that has a writing team or even club if need be. I'm looking for, the barn is nice when it's on campus, because then it's easier, easy access to get there when you need. And I'm just looking for like a great team and just a very welcoming place. So you mentioned something called NCEA, is that correct? Yes. Can you please elaborate on what that is? Because I don't believe many of our listeners would know what that is. Uh, The NCEA is the National Equestrian... um, National Equestrian... Oh, National Collegiate Equestrian Association. Very cool. So is that kind of like NCAA for athletics, but it's for horses? Yeah, it's actually under the umbrella of the NCAA. That's very cool. Okay, so follow, speaking of your horse, Sherlock Holmes, yeah? Mm -hmm. So this is just a silly little question. Um, What's your nickname for him? Do you have little little cute nicknames? Oh, so many. We call him Sherman when he's being brave because he's not brave. We call him Chicken Little for a reason. We call him the Shermanator when he puts on his big boy pants. So he puts on his big boy pants and he's called the Shermanator. (laughs) We love that. We do love that. Um, So working with, um, can I call him Sherman? I think that's a very, I love that Everyone calls him that. So with Sherman, when you work with him, what's something you really try and focus on? Is there like different goals? Is it like just kind of that pairing between the horse and their rider? Uh, when it comes to especially Sherlock and any horse that you work with, it's the horse feels everything you do. When you look down even an inch, the horse will feel you lean forward. And you just want, you you don't want to be emotional when you ride because horses are very in tune with their riders. And especially when I've been with Sherlock for over nearly three and a half years, it's super in tune with each other. So if I'm emotional, he's going to be emotional. So it's bestie vibes only is what you're saying? Bestie vibes only, homies. We love it. We love it. We love that you and Sher- Sherman are homies. Um, I have to hold his hand. Oh, so when you guys are competing, what does a typical competition look like? And are there coaches there watching you? What What's that process like? A standard competition is it either starts Tuesdays or Wednesdays and ranges till Sundays. Oh, and my God. And we have... Yeah, we usually, myself, a lot of people, we stay on the grounds. We have a a trailer that we do, and our horses stay there in stalls. And we have ranging from maybe we have one class a day, or maybe we have five classes a day. Those aren't fun. Those aren't fun. And we have different ones. We have over fences. We have flat classes, which we don't jump at all, and it's more judged on us and how our Like dressage? Like dressage or whatever? Not really. Dressage is actually another They're just being beautiful. beautiful Oh, dressage is so gorgeous. No, I mean, your horse, like, when you do that, like, flat ground, it's just showing off it's what you and your horse look like, and kind of the stylistic. Technically. So if you want to go even in more depth, we have equitation and hunters. 
Oh. Equitation is judged on you and how you ride your horse. So yeah. if you look good, your horse is looking good because that shows that you can ride. And, and you're you back in control. Mm-hmm. That's so freaking yeah. cool. Oh, my goodness. Like, I wouldn't have not known this. <laughs> There's so much. So with competitions, do college coaches come to watch if you're looking to play or like no play compete at the collegiate level? If you, it depends where you want. Because I'm looking at back east schools, so not many back east coaches are going to be coming to Little California to watch us ride. Yeah, but say if you're looking at a local one, maybe maybe some coaches will come over at a bigger horse show if you have a. A-rated show, they might, but a B or C-rated show, they probably won't. So let's say that you go out to the East Coast to compete. Will you get coaches coming to watch you? Do you film yourself and then send that to the coaches? Yeah, I actually do weekly videos to coaches that I'm prospecting to. That's so freaking show cool. show them how I ride. Yeah, and so that process is just like they want to see how you're riding and progressing with your horse, and then they decide if they want you on your team or not. Is that? Yes, that's, that's exactly That's the gist it. of it? That's so freaking cool. Yeah, it's just the recruiting program. So... Do you guys go on visits to the school with for equestrian? Is that kind of like something they do? What's that like process look like for recruitment? Uh, I myself have gone and visited schools. Uh, so I've looked at, I go and travel to schools and I'll either meet with the coach or I'll just email them and I'll tour the campus. And it's good to get a feel for, because you don't want to go to a school just for the writing team. Yeah, because, it's like the break a leg rule. If you break your leg, are you going to be happy there? Exactly, because let's say if you drop out of the writing team or you don't make it, then you're not going to be happy at the college. So you just kind of want to find that happy medium in between. That's very cool. Really interesting stuff. So I don't know how far along you are in the process and if you're comfortable sharing. Kind of where are you right now and where do you think you'll be heading? Um, I have to say I'm I'm decently far along in the process. I'm in contact with about four coaches at the moment. Uh, I visited all of them and we're continuing to look around. I've gotten good communication with a few of them. I've ridden at three of the colleges twice at one. And it's just, uh, I think the, the deadline is actually coming up soon because... How exciting. It's, Do you it's think you're going to go gonna go ride one of there? I would really like to. Do you think they want you to go ride there? Just like your opinion wise, how do you feel about it? One would hope. You feel pretty confident? I, I think you're good. So I, I personally think. do because I wish the coaches could see more about what, what kind of a person the writer is because I'm a yeah. very hard worker. Yeah, you and are. I don't really get to see the in depth for that. Of course. I think that's really interesting. Um, best of luck to you on that. Do you have Thank like you. a list, like a top like four list? Mm-hmm. You have them ranked as of one you wrote twice at kind of at top, or is that like mid range? It's about mid range. My yeah. top college right now is actually TCU. Really? <laughs> Shout out to the TCU people. Go horn frogs. Um, <laughs> yeah, I um I've I've uh, visited with the coach there, and I it is a D one school, so it's very very competitive. It's like a hundred and fifty plus kids gunning for two spots. Two. Yeah. Goodness and, gracious. And they're already scouting for the class of 23. So you still have a chance, though, because they would have stopped communication at this point if they were looking at... Well, actually, kind of the key to the game is you want to keep in contact even past the due date. Because let's say someone miraculously drops out, then it might be an opening of they a minuscule chance. They're like, hey, come here. Come play for us real quick. Yeah. And you're like, say less. Oh, my gosh. Exactly. So TCU is my top one, and then I'm kind of having a tie between Sweetbriar in Virginia. And I love Sweetbriar. It's so the campus there. is gorgeous. That's where the lacrosse program is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've I love Congrats. it. Congrats! If you go, do go there, go Vixens. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah. And then you were looking at were you looking at Barry College? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Barry College. Uh, Barry College is really pretty. Oh, Barry College. I is love gorgeous. Georgia. I think it's rated one of the most 
pretty and biggest campuses. Yeah, and that's so cool because it's, it's D3, right? Like, it is D3. Which is so insane that campus so big could still be classified as that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really weird. NCAA rules are weird, in my opinion, on that. Um, but I don't know if I really should be getting into that. Um, <laughs> so I know because a lot of schools you are looking at are D3. They really emphasize that student part of student athlete. In the classroom, what do you really prepare for? What are you like? What's your biggest study tip for prospective collegiate athletes? For prospective uh, collegiate athletes, I'd say time management is the biggest thing because 100%. as someone who spends a minimum of four hours at the barn four to five days a week you have to be on days top of the it barn, right yeah. yeah i can get home at six or seven p.m and i have two tests i, I get off at like from practice like nine it's yeah. so hard as an athlete to be able to stay on top of things do you like take notes a certain way what's your kind of style on that i mean for i use a planner i write everything yeah. in my planner. do you use a calendar as well with that planner like online or just I mean, planner. Schoology is a great thing to have. Is your planner just your bestie? Is that like you're like 100%? If I lose that, that's a mess. I mean, luckily, this in this day and age, we have online things where teachers post stuff. But for me, I like to have everything in front of me in yeah, one location. totally agree. I, I have a planner. I, I'm not the best at using it, but, I, you know, <laughs> I try. Yeah. So I actually have a little game oh, gosh. for us. Um, I promise it won't be that hard. I'm not that good at giving game, like doing games. Um. So, we're going to do fun facts about horses. And I need you to tell me if they're true or false. And so, we're going to go. It's not too, like, not too high stakes, I promise. So, fun fact number one. Horses hate vegetables. Is that true or false? Very false. Sherlock's favorite food is a carrot. Dang it. Okay. I got to find some better ones right here. <laughs> um, okay. Question number two. Um, baby horses are not called ponies. Is that true or false? A pony is also known as a cob. They're a smaller type of horse. It's 15, oh. 15 three hands and lower. Ponies are, they're still, they still compete with us. Baby horses foals. or foals or yeah. colts. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Man, you, you were like, I'm so nervous about this game. I can't do it. And you're just <laughs> killing it. Okay. Fun fact number 10. Or it's technically number three, but on my list, it's number 10. <laughs> Because I need to find some harder ones. Oh, God. You cannot estimate a horse's age by its teeth. I am not very, um, I'm not well versed in the dental aspect. They get their teeth cleaned about once a year, and that's all I know. Okay, so you want to hear the answer? Yeah. You can estimate a horse's age really? by its teeth. Yeah. I'm guessing by the enamel? Uh, if they have milk teeth, I guess they're babies, and then they have the shorter ones when they're adult. I don't know. It's interesting. We're, we're learning. No, they're actually, their teeth structure is very interesting because they have a spot in their teeth where it's either removed or adjusted to where it fits the bit. Oh. Or else the teeth will be in the way. That's so interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Number four. The term horsepower relates to horses. And, to, like, it relates from horses to engine power. Vehicles are not my forte. Okay. I love them, but Should I shouldn't tell you Spit out true them. or false, true or false. I'm going to say true because of carriages. You're right. You are. Because, like, you can have any horses, I think. You can ride with them. Like, oh, my gosh. I got, oh, I got four horsepower. <laughs> Going real fast, y'all. Um, Trojan time. Okay. Question number five. Horses are native to North America. True or false? True. False. They are not native to North Ooh. America. <laughs> the most breeds originated in Europe. European horses are stunning. Yeah, they I'm are. not gonna lie. They're also cheaper over there. Oh my god! Wow. Okay, 
Final fact. Horses can stand, sleep standing up or down. Yes, it's actually, it's similar to birds because they lock their joints to stand up oh. when they sleep because it's a fight or flight instinct. Because if yeah. they lay down for more than five hours, their own weight actually begins to crush their internal organs. Okay, so um, let's, let's cool down there. Down. Let's cool down there. Have you seen <laughs> that meme of a horse that like used to like to play dead? And it used to, like, play dead in the yard, and they had to put, like, a sign that says, I'm not dead, I just like being dumb. I've actually read that article. Yeah, and it was so funny. Because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my God, I wish I have to tell that to her. I was like, it's one of my things that I'm like, oh, this one thing I know about horses? That one horse that likes to play dead. Um, oh, they're hilarious, yeah. You have been such an amazing guest. Honestly, um, your your depth of knowledge and your excitement to talk about equestrian uh, is so cool to me. And so... Before we sign off, I firstly want to say you should keep us updated on how all that's going. And if you end up committing to a school, we should get you back on the podcast um, because I think that'd be so exciting for us. And secondly, do you have any parting words of wisdom for um, future prospective collegiate athletes for equestrian or just in general? I'd say my biggest words of wisdom, man, they're just keep trying hard. You never know what opportunities are going to come up and just... Work as hard as you can. You know, pester those coaches. They want you. They want to see your name in their emails, and you just want to be on top of it because you never know what's going to happen. I say just try as hard as you can. Thank you so much. And today it has been Fellows Collegiate Corner. Tune in next week to hear more interesting stories. Bye-bye now.